it is sometimes much easier to see problems and not solutions. It's very easy for people to point out things that are wrong, things that needs to change, that things that has to change, and to point fingers. But it's not always so easy to see solutions and find solutions or come up with creative ideas how to solve issues. And in this episode, we're specifically dealing with uh, solutions that can be implemented to turn this whole uh, socialism in leadership, to turn this around, not only in your life, in my life, but also in the lives of the societies that we live in. And you will learn that it will not necessarily take so many years. I mean, it's been taking decades for this whole thing to turn against us. But I believe that it will not take that long to turn it around again. So to learn about the solutions that we can implement in our lives, in our societies, in our communities, in our countries, just stay tuned and I'll be with you right after the intro. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now let's move on to today's episode. In today's episode, we're taking a deeper look into what we've already discussed in the series Socialism in Leadership. And today you and I are delving a little bit deeper in what you and I can do as leaders in our homes, in our communities, what we can do uh, to change this whole thing of the socialism around in our homes and in our communities. And what I'm going to give you today is just uh, proposing a few solutions. I'm gonna propose four solutions and then you can decide which which one you wanna use. I've got a, a one that I prefer and that I'm gonna talk on, but you can decide for yourself what you wanna do and how you wanna tackle this whole thing. Now, first of all, what is the problem? We've already dealt on this problem quite in depth, so I'm not really gonna go into the problem again, into what socialism is and where it's coming from and how it's influencing our people because we've already dealt with that. But I also want to refer back to what I've already shared with you are the five basic laws to form a sound foundation in our societies. Now. Number one, it's individuals, you and I, our families, and then employers and employees, the church, number four, and number five, government. And we had a bit of a closer look at the responsibilities of each one of these five different parties. So I'm not gonna go into that again, but you'll see how these five areas, the individuals, the families, the employers, the church, and government, how these then all play a role in the solutions that you and I are going to look at. So when we look at possible solutions, like I said, I came up with like four different solutions. Now the first one may be where we take what what we've learned and we continue to inform the people that we know the people around us in our communities, wherever we touch base with people, where we can help them to see what socialism really is 
and so that we can try to change their attitude and to change their view on what socialism is and really get them to see what socialism really is and that it's uh, not really good for them as they may think at this time because of all the indoctrination that went on. Now, another way is to use the same method the socialists and the Marxists have used for decades now to get people, and especially our young people, to get them to change their minds by propaganda, by brainwashing in the the cultural forming institutions like the universities, like the schools, through the media, through arts, through music, through all these things to get these people to the point where they are. Now, remember, this took them several decades to get where they are now. We can use the same method, but just in the opposite way, 180 degrees opposite and implement a system similar to theirs. Or number three, we can come up with a totally new strategy, something that has never been seen before. We really have to just brainstorm this and we have to come up with ideas, great ideas that we can get these these people that are influenced by this socialist uh, ideology and this Marxist communist ideology and get them through this new method, how to change and get them to change. Remember, it's a new system. I don't know what it's going to look like. You may not know what it's going to look like. So we'll really have to go trial and error. Now, then the fourth method, method is using a strategy or a method that's been proven, time tested. It's proven over and over. And those are really then the four methods that we have options of choosing. Now, at this point, like I said earlier, what is your solution? What is the solution that you're going to change? What method are you going to use to change your community, the people that are around you? If it was me, I would have definitely not chosen number one. Why not? Because with number one, we really have to wrestle the control out of those uh, institutions, out of those structures that have been made so strong over time. And we really have to wrestle the control out of their hands. We need people to do that. We need people in those structures. And especially where the socialism and Marxism systems have infiltrated, it's very much based on favoritism. So it's not so easy, going to be so easy for you and I to get into those structures in the first place. And number two, it's going to cost us a lot of money. We might not have the, the financial means really to do that, to get into those institutions, to get into those positions that we need to change all these things around. And then number two, it's, it's, it's probably also going to take us a long time to do this because to get to uh, change people's minds, we really need to get into their heads and into their face all the time, constantly, just like they are doing and like they have been doing up to now. And then the, the, the second method is very much the same where we want to use their system, but just use it 90 degrees in the, in the opposite direction. Again, we'll have to wrestle the control out of their hands. And again, it's going to cost us to have people in those positions, in those institutions, 
it's going to cost us a lot of money and it's going to be time because remember it took them so long to get the people where they have them now and for you and I to go and change people is not so easy because they've already got the systems they've already got the infrastructure to get to these people and for them just they're not just going to give it over to us we really have to have to wrestle it out of their hands and that might not be so easy and then the third method that I proposed a totally new structure or a totally new method there are positives on that there are things that we might really be beneficial to us but there are also a few things that might not be so beneficial for example we don't know exactly what it's going to look like so it's going to be trial and error to a large extent we don't know what it's going to cost us we don't know how long it's going to take us and is it really going to be effective how are we going to know what people really want and how are we going to get people involved in this so that might not be a very good idea either because it's not always so easy to get something brand new and just move it into into uh, into a society into a, a culture because people are already used to certain things I can almost put it this way people are used to getting things packaged in a certain way and if you and I don't package it in the right way they're not going to like it they're not going to want it they're just going to discard it they're just going to turn the other way and they won't want that now the fourth method for me that is probably the best method something that's time tested that's proven over and over over decades over centuries and maybe even longer now you may say but yani is there something like that does it even exist how are we going to know whether something like that exists now there is something that the greeks originally came up with they set up the system they called it the ecclesia or just an english name for it is an assembly so it's an assembly of people in a specific community in a specific city or even in a country where the the normal people the citizens come together and where these people all of them have a vote they all have a say right there in the community uh they 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 came together very frequently some once a week some more more than once a week some of these structures depending on where they slotted in they came together once a month and there were these structures that normal people like you and I had a say in the normal government of that particular community and it was extremely effective it was so effective that the roman empire that they opted or co-opted this this whole system this ecclesia system or the system of the assembly of people where they co-opted that and they introduced that into the roman empire and where they specifically used it is when they would take over a new country or a new area by force they would take 300 of their own people and move those 300 people into that specific area now they were very picky on the on the type of people that they moved into those those new areas these 300 people had to know the roman legal system if you wish 
It was normal, normal citizens, but it was people that proved that they are loyal to Rome and that they really knew what the Roman system was all about. And the, the, even the Greeks found that 300 people were enough to influence an entire country, entire city. All that need, was needed was that three, those 300 people were dedicated, who knew what they were doing in those societies, and they would establish the, the new legal system and the new social systems of the Roman Empire into those areas. And that's very interesting because even today, this works. When, when this is taken and this is used, it works. Now, what is very interesting, about 2,000 years ago, a young rabbi, his name was Jesus, and he took this system and he established the, the, the church and he said, I want you to use this ecclesia, this uh, assembly system. I want you to use this to take my church into all the world. And at first the people struggled, but they didn't really have to struggle. But you know, people are, they, they want to be in their comfort zone. And initially the people didn't really want to go out. But once they started going out and they started using the system, it was so effective that the whole known world of that time, very soon, within a fairly short period of time, everybody knew about the church because they knew they did good, they knew what they were standing for, they knew that they could go to, to, to these people, they could get healed, they could get food, they could get whatever they needed. These people were there and they looked after them with love. And that is really what people are, are, are looking for today. You know, you and I may look at these, at these people, especially some of the young people as well. But, you know, it doesn't matter. Age group doesn't really matter. But when we look at these people that are left inclined in their political views and they are so taken up with this socialism and Marxism and the communism thing, they don't really know what it is most of the times. And it's usually based on totally immoral stuff. So those people are hurting. They might not admit it. But if you really press their button, especially on the soft spot, you will find that they are very unhappy. They're unsure of themselves. They don't know who they are. They don't know where they're going. They, they, they're unhappy people. When they're alone and they have to look themselves in the mirror, most of the time, they know they are not happy. I know for myself, many years ago, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know where I was going. And I was unhappy. And I made other people unhappy too. The people closest to me, I was most of the time, I was the harshest on those closest to me, the ones in my family, in my immediate family. And that's usually what happens with these people. Either that or they totally on their own. And we are not made to be like that. So that's why this ecclesia system, this assembly system is so effective and that's why it worked so great. And even today when it's implemented and people are really drawn in into this family atmosphere, people's lives are just changed. Whether people may realize it at first or not. 
And that's what you and I can and have to do. We have to influence our communities. And the thing is, I cannot do it alone. You cannot do it alone either. Because we have to have similar values. We need righteous people. We need people with, with good morals, with the same outlook in life. We need these people and we need to go into these systems. And you and I need to go out. We need to get involved in the school boards. We need to get in, in all these different systems that are around us. Because you and I as citizens, we need to reach out to other people. We need to come together. And like I said to you, 300, if we can just get 300 people together, we can change an entire city. And it's not so hard to get 300 people together. If we like-minded and we know what we want and we structured, we, we are dedicated in what we do, we can change these things. And we just have to go into everything. Like I said, in the school boards, in the municipal government, in state governments, we have to get involved in media. You know, start your own newspaper, start your own podcast. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing this. And this is one of the reasons how I'm, I'm reaching you. And you can do the same. It's not hard. It's technology is very, very affordable today. It's, it, everybody has access almost to very, very sophisticated technology. And it's not difficult to use. Most people today even know how to use it. And, you know, it, all it takes is dedication. It takes time. And it takes commitment. And that way we can get people together, like-minded people, and we can f be a force, a changing force, where we can not only change people's lives, communities' lives, but we can change our cities, we can change our countries. And that way we can get people, people that are hurting. We need to do something get these people and help them to turn around. And Judy and I uh, already, we involved in many things. We, we go to some of these, these uh, municipal meetings and we ask questions. At this time, we're just asking questions and, and all these things and we, we're finding out and we're looking where we can get involved and we speak to people and we're beginning to get like-minded people together. So if you know what you're doing, you, you're welcome to, to do what you need to do in your area, in your sphere of influence. Otherwise, reach out to me. We, we can see how we can get something together. We, we're still really very much in the, in the beginning stages, but we're getting something together. And I'm even working with people that are in different parts of, of Canada. So we are working together. We are putting our heads together. And we are getting things ready so that we can make a difference, so that we can implement changes and affect changes. And, and it's not about me, but we need to do something to get this whole thing turned around. And like I said in previous episodes, this will not take long. When we work with people in a loving way and drawing people in and really looking after people's needs, and by being in these places where decisions are being made. Because at this time, it's really ungodly, immoral decisions that are being made by government officials, by city officials, by 
by virtually everyone. It's as if people are looking how far they can push this whole thing and they're getting their own buddies in. And we need to change that because you have a voice. You have a free voice that you, that you need to get out there. You need to get people to listen to you and to those around you. So I cannot take this message out on my own. So please help me to take this message out, share this particular message with a, with a friend, with a family member that you know that need this, who want to be part of this so that we can start mobilizing and so that we can start getting something done. And please uh, help me also to subscribe to this to the, this podcast. The more exposure we get, the more uh, we get known. And also, like I asked you in the previous episode, if you are stirred in your heart, please help me to take this message out. Go to my website, www.sunshineharvest.com, S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E, harvest.com. And please help me donate there either on a, on a monthly basis or on a, a one-time basis, doesn't matter. But anything that you feel in your heart prompted so that we can take this message, that we can get it out to people and that we can change our communities, that we can change our countries so that we can really live free and prosperous as is intended for you and I. Thank you so much for listening. I am looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. <music>